Hi, and welcome to First Bite, a nation's restaurant news podcast. I'm your host, Holly Petrie. Today is Monday, February 5th, and interior top stories. First, menu tracker, new items from Starbucks, KFC, and Sonic Drive-In. See what chains added to menus this week. Second, with the new menu built around boneless chicken, Bojangles is ready to grow nationally. CEO Jose Armario shares how the chain's pared-down menu is helping it finally become a national brand. Third, America's 10 favorite restaurant chains. It's no secret that Americans love to eat out, but which restaurant chains are their favorites? Fourth, Starbucks announces a partnership with GoPuff for late-night and overnight deliveries. The restaurant company also announced a partnership with Bank of America, Valentine's Day menu items, and more. And finally, Boston Market was ordered to pay $11.9 million to U.S. Foods in a default judgment decision. A U.S. District Court judge has granted U.S. Foods default judgment in its lawsuit against Boston Market due to the company's willful disregard for the lawsuit. Now let's dive deeper into one of these stories. A U.S. District Court judge has granted food supplier U.S. Foods default judgment in its July lawsuit against Boston Market for unpaid bills, starting in 2022. Although Judge Manish Shah explained that default judgment is a harsh decision, in this case both the court and plaintiffs had no choice because Boston Market had, quote, intentionally dodged their obligations to the court in a display of, quote, bad faith to avoid this case. U.S. Foods' $11.3 million lawsuit was the most high-profile and expensive lawsuit among the many filed against Boston Market over the past couple of years. According to the lawsuit, Boston Market began to fall significantly behind its payment obligations to U.S. Foods beginning in 2022 and secured a promissory note-based payment schedule from the struggling restaurant chain. However, U.S. Foods claims that Boston Market still failed to keep up with the agreed payment schedule and as such owed the company $10.5 million in accrued debt as well as $800,000 in interest. For more on the story, let's turn to Joanna Fantosi. Okay, Joanna, we have um, a pretty big lawsuit against Boston Market that has come to a conclusion. Um, so can you tell us kind of about the saga of Boston Market and how we got to this place? We have finally reached the end of one of the uh, highest profile lawsuits against Boston Market. That would be Boston Market versus U.S. Foods, an $11 million lawsuit. Um, and the company now has to pay $11.9 million to U.S. Foods, that's including, you know, interest and legal fees, et cetera, uh, on default judgment. And um, this is a big deal because we've talked about this so many times on this podcast and others um, about how Boston Market has been in trouble um, over the past couple of years and has accumulated hundreds of lawsuits uh, against the company and against um, the owner of Boston Market, Jay Pandia, uh, who owns Rohan Group of Companies. His strategy generally for dealing with his legal and financial troubles has just been to run away from them all. Um, so basically just like avoiding paying all of his bills, which is how he's been racking up all of these hundreds of lawsuits and avoiding um, and, and avoiding litigation. And so that's kind of what happened here in a default judgment, which basically occurs. It's it's it doesn't occur all that often, but it's kind of like a last resort type of thing. But it occurs when a defendant is not responding to litigation. Um, so they are required to pay this eleven point nine million dollars to U.S. Foods um, because they basically, according to the judge, they, quote, intentionally dodged their obligations to the court. And um, the judge said that it was a show of bad faith. 
Um, so in kind of giving you a little bit of a timeline here, U.S. Foods filed this lawsuit against Boston Market basically for them not paying their bills since 2022. And he did not acknowledge the uh, Jay Pandia did not acknowledge the lawsuit until a couple of months later in September. And then his attorney said that he would be responding to the lawsuit in October. And that never happened. Um, and because that never happened, they uh, U.S. Foods wanted to um, uh, submit for default judgment. And that basically uh, lit a fire under them and they were able to. Um, Jay Pandia and his team of attorneys uh, finally did respond to that lawsuit. Um, but according to the judge, it was too late. Um, and the judge sided with U.S. Foods um, for that uh, entry of default judgment. So this is obviously not the only uh, not the only legal issue that Boston Market has been facing. Um, and within all of that, within all of these uh, lawsuits that the company has been facing, um, Jay Pandia actually filed for personal bankruptcy. Um, actually, I, I noted that it was two days after the deadline for the uh, for the default summary judgment response. And um, he filed for personal bankruptcy. And then in January, it was denied. Um, and so it would seem like as much as he likes to just run away from his um, his legal and financial problems, it would seem that at this point they've kind of caught up with him, at least in regard to this case, which, again, is not only the most high-profile lawsuit against Boston Market, but it's also one of the most expensive ones. It definitely a pretty chunk of change. Um, but on top of that, uh, U.S. Foods has actually um, filed a response to the default judgment um, state arguing that they're actually owed somewhere in the vicinity of almost 31 million dollars not 11 million dollars which would include both the debt accrued interest any uh late fees that um that pandia kind of accrued from not paying his bills for such a long time as well as attorneys costs and expenses um and so they they tallied this, this up i did the math myself um and it's yeah 30.7 million dollars that they're claiming um there hasn't been uh, the court has not responded to that yet because that actually just happened the other day um so we'll have to see exactly what happens moving forward um and all of that in the background of all of that is that boston market is really trying to get back on its feet um or at least so they claim <laughs> Um, because in January, now last month, um, they announced a buy-in free franchise program. And this is the first, this was the first press release that I actually received from Boston Market in almost 18 months. Um, and they announced not only this buy-in free franchise program, so basically a fee-free franchise program, but they announced that there will be new menu items and new international menu items rotating on the menu uh, once every six weeks. Um, and I spoke with um, some former corporate employees who basically said that this is just throwing a dart at a dartboard and seeing what sticks. Same thing with the filing for bankruptcy. Um, and it just does really look like a lot of this uh, like running from his legal and financial problems is catching up with Jay Pandia. Okay, so we can assume that U.S. Foods is not going to get paid. Um, so will any subsequent decisions from here 
Like, will they just keep suing until they can theoretically get paid? Um, I mean, that is probably something that they can do. We're not we're not legal experts here, but it's possible that, yeah, Jay Pandia would have to liquidate his assets to try and pay off his debt. Because remember, it's not just U.S. foods. We have spoken about so many other there's like I said, there's hundreds of lawsuits pending against against Boston market, not only uh, vendors that haven't been paid, but also landlords that haven't been paid and also employees that there were supposed to be, um, not sure if it ever happened, but um, several former employees were talking about getting together a class action lawsuit because they uh, were not paid for their final paychecks um, as well as uh, payouts for their retirement plans and things like that. It is really a financial mess for sure for Boston market. and this is, I think we're just scratching the surface, honestly. Um, if the uh, if the court does issue, I guess, a revised summary judgment in, in favor of U.S. Foods' um, $30 million um, request, uh, then Jay Pandia will be even further in the hole. Um, and like I said, it's really unclear exactly what will happen. I think that he's really just trying to kind of gain more revenue. Um, and that's kind of where this new franchise program comes into effect. He's um, he's just trying to see what works. Because at this point, he's kind of dug himself really deep into a hole. Um, and so we spoke to, like I said, we spoke to a couple of former Boston Market employees uh, when that um, that franchise program came out. By the way, they're not actually calling it a franchise program. Um, the the former employees that we spoke to said that it's possible that he's just trying to get around franchising law because if he doesn't call it that, um, then he might not have to adhere to uh, to franchising um, legalities. Um, and the former area director of operations from Boston Market at the time said that she thinks it's really just a way for him to scam somebody um, because at this point he owes people millions and millions of dollars um, because, you know, U.S. Foods was, was the the largest the largest amount of debt. But um, like I said, he owes people unpaid wages um, and. It's just, and she predicts that the, the, this former area director of operations predicts that there will be more lawsuits and more class action lawsuits that are headed his way. So, like I said, I think this is really just scratching the surface of the legal troubles for um, for Rohan Group. I, I want to say for Boston Market, but it really is the man behind the rotisserie chicken, Jay Pandia. Um, and so, I guess this begs the question: What is going to happen to Boston Market? I don't know. Um, the thing is, is that this this company is so deep in the hole that any, you know, enterprising entrepreneur that would really want to um, would would really want to maybe buy Boston Market um, and kind of try and turn the company around. Honestly, they might be scared off um, because they they would inherit all this debt. Is Boston Market going to just go away? Is it just going to die along with as various assets, perhaps uh, Pandia's or of Rohan Group's assets might be sold off to pay off this debt. Um, so I don't really know what's going to happen in Boston market. I think the main question I think of during all of this is why haven't why hasn't Jay Pandia declared bankruptcy for Boston market? He did for Corner Bakery Cafe, which some may argue he kind of drove into the ground. Why hasn't he taken that step yet? He's been proven to do it in the past. I think it's possible that I actually um, 
talked to a couple like a couple of cor- former corporate employees and one of the ones that one of the people that wanted to remain anonymous said I posed this question and he said that really what it what he thinks it might be is that he's just trying to squeeze blood from a stone right now so if he declares bankruptcy and then hypothetically closes all the rest of the Boston market stores which so many of them have closed by now it's actually unclear how many are left uh because every time I've driven past a Boston market it's been like dark and shuttered um and so he thinks that really he's just trying to squeeze as much money out of out of Boston market as possible. And if you declare bankruptcy and you close stores, you can't really do anything about it. Um, so he's, I think, just trying everything, everything he's got uh, to uh, to try to make the Boston market work for him still. It is possible, though, that in the long run, Boston market will declare bankruptcy or it's possible it just might all the stores might be closed and it might just go away altogether. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of First Bite. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new one. Until then, stay up to date with all your news on NRN.com.